you're French, but you're an asshole. It's pronounced ash-hole. You dumb asshole. Excuse me? It's ash-hole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> it's ash-hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's ash-holes. Oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of assholes on Unfiltered Cigar Radio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at ashholesradio. I'm here this week with Aaron. Hello. And Ed, who's in the producer's seat off camera. How are you doing, Ed? I am well. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, did you do anything special this last week? It's been hot. It's been hot. Yeah. It's been wicked so, hot. So I've sweated a lot. You uh, sweat that a lot. Counts. Is it sweat or sweated? Sweat. Yeah, yeah sweat. I don't know. Good question. Sweat, well, it's past tense, so I don't know. Yeah. Sweated. Okay. Whatever, yeah. whatever whatever, that past tense it's gotta thing is. It's got to be sweated. Is, it, I, no, it's got to be sweated. I don't sweat. know. I sweat. I'll have to look it up. I have never thought of it sweating a lot. I'm usually, usually don't talk about it in past tense. It's like, I just sweat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. It, this is a constant state. We don't have to talk about it in past yeah. tense. We're hot. <laughs> We're hot sure, right we now. Come out of it, yeah. Under these lights, it's really hot. And, um, but uh, it's, been, it's been a little bit nicer at night. Last night got nice. Yeah, but Last I mean, we paid nice, for it during the day. But we like, paid for it during the day. hundred degrees. Good grief. The yeah. humidity is bath water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the real feel temp outside today was 102 here in yeah. Salem, New Hampshire. Yeah, Just it's like, you know, watch your cigars right now, especially yeah. if you're in New England. Is that real feel kind of like the wind chill? It just makes you feel worse than you would otherwise? Yeah. It hasn't been accurate, there? man. Like, <laughs> yesterday it said it feels like 88, and it's like, that's a lie. It feels like 120. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you go outside and your cigar just goes out because there's so much <laughs> it's humidity. It's like, why in is there? it bending down ridiculous. like this? This doesn't even happen. <laughs> just turning green again and <laughs> well, today we are smoking the Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut Churchill. This is a, a newly repackaged cigar from them that uh, came out at the trade show and it's coming to your stores if it's not there already. It is a really nice-looking uh, soft box pressed Churchill cigar. It's got an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. And uh, Nicaraguan binder and fillers from the uh, Aganorsa farm. Mm -hmm. And it's a 7 by 48 so it's pretty close to a true Churchill. Yeah. Other than the box press there. Yep. And Aganorsa is formerly Casa Fernandez, for those who Correct. didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you get the memo? <laughs> yeah. I did not get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first impressions on this cigar. This is a... It, I'm, I love the way this started off. Mm. You've got this really kind of nice, warm... Spice in yeah. the retro, some cedar going on. What are you guys picking up? Yeah, the spice is what's the most noticeable right off the bat, and especially mm -hmm. for Connecticut, you don't really expect that. Um, but it, you know, there's a subtle, almost vanilla flavor, and it makes me mm. think of a vanilla cake. Um, vanilla still cake. with the spice, and so it's not like just creamy, relaxing, but spicy it's vanilla, vanilla cake. cake. Yeah. Mm. 
So maybe you throw some rum on that. Oh, <laughs> rum. <laughs> maybe a spice cake with vanilla frosting oh, on it. There you go. Oh, that there would work. you go. Why yeah. not? There you go. Leave it to Ed to bring us back to reality. Well, in, what my, is, in my spare time, I do a little baking. <laughs> Uh, what are, what else are you picking up there? Are you picking up like spice cake? Is that how you would describe this? You know, certainly for Connecticut, this one has some oomph to it, mm-hmm. which which I like. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, the danger with the Connecticut always is if you overdo it, then you lose the wrapper. And yep. I've got a little bit of the sort of signature bitter taste of the Connecticut in the mm-hmm. background, not mm-hmm. pronounced, not mm-hmm. unpleasant. Uh, you know, you know you're smoking a Connecticut, but it has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more going on here than I expected. Yeah. Very pleasant surprise. Very good stuff. The burn is great. My draw is fantastic. And uh, the burn line is really nice, straight. Construction's spot on. The draw was perfect. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's good. That's and good. We smoked this heat. There's another cigar show that I produce, and we there's, did there's another cigar what? show. Yeah, I, I hate to break. The I guess news that's why to we're number two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what number one is. I was going to say it's not bad to be number two, but that didn't. That wouldn't come no, out no. right. No, no, I wouldn't brag. No, no. <laughs> First loser. Uh, so, what what were you going to say, Ed, about this other mysterious show? Uh, we also smoked it on there, and I think uh, the reaction was very positive across the board. Hmm. Hmm. Good. All right, we'll see how this warms up then. We're going to have to catch up. We we somehow have to get ahead of this other show. <laughs> oh, well, we've, we well, bypassed them yeah, before. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you often yeah. smoke things before. Yeah, mm. get it in because we have Wednesday, so get yeah. ahead of them. <laughs> well, next week, next week I'm on vacation. Well, good for you. I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. I haven't been away with my – we're actually getting away, which is really nice. We're going to uh, – the Poconos for a week. Okay. What, nice. what about Echo? Echo is coming along. Excellent. Echo I worry is coming about along. Echo. Yes. Well, thank <laughs> you very much. Echo's doing very well. It was a my daughter. Two of my daughters, my youngest and my oldest, have been visiting a friend. Um, might as well be another daughter to me. She was the kids' babysitters as they were growing mm-hmm. up. She's since grown up, gotten married, and lives out in California, in San Diego. And she had them out for. All of last month. Oh, nice. Okay. That was great for Anna and Echo. They got a lot of alone time, mm-hmm. so the dog really kind of bonded with her, which That's is good, really yeah. what you wanted. But now they're all back. <laughs> and my house, it's back to being the estrogen palace, mm. and it is just uh, a, a bomb of femininity. Stuff. <laughs> it just left me kind of, you know, discombobulated. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you're around so many women. Yeah, it fries your brain, anyway, right? Yep. I'm a minority in a sorority, and there you go. <laughs> so I've been hiding out on my porch, enjoying a cigar and and uh, stuff. But I won't be here next week. So uh, Oliver, our, our, our some re- returning guest, our returning Oliver. guest host, <laughs> will be here uh, with Aaron and Ed next week, and that'll be good. Uh, and I'll be listening from afar. Okay. If the wife lets me. If the wife <laughs> <laughs> can escape, yeah. So there you go. Hey, uh, let's uh, go get to our top five. All right. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. 
Here is today's top five list. All right. Today's top five list is really interesting, and we can uh, debate it, I think. But this is the top five best comeback lines in cinema history. Okay. Comeback lines. I'm Hmm. probably going to disagree, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. We can agree. Would these be in your top five or not or whatever? Now, and because this, this is like looking at movies, you know, that have been made since the the 30s. This goes back. There's some new ones. There's some older ones. And some of some of them, I think, deserve to be on here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the first one is this from Midnight Cowboy. Look, with these gals that want to buy it, most of them are old and dignified, social registered types. You know what I mean? They can't be trotting down at Times Square to pick out the merchandise. They gotta have some kind of uh, middleman, and that's where old Daniel comes in. You know what I mean? I'm walking here! I'm walking here! Up yours, you son of a bitch! You don't find me that way! Get out of here! Now, what's great with the guy who's talking is is Dustin Hoffman. Yep. And they are filming this street, filming this scene, walking across the street in New York. And what's great about it is that you it know it was unplanned. It was unplanned. <laughs> well, that's New York. They're crossing <laughs> the street, and this cab actually came by and almost hit Hoffman, and he stayed in character, and. Blew the blew the taxi driver. That's how you survive off. in New York. And it became a classic. <laughs> it became this classic line, you know, and captured New York's kind of mm-hmm. attitude <laughs> and everything, and which is what the movie was about. Mm. But uh, that is number five. I don't know if I'd call that a comeback. When I think of a comeback, yeah. uh, I think of like Chuck Norris and missing in action when, <laughs> when his commander says, uh, don't step on any toes, Braddock. And he says, I don't step on toes. I step on necks. So that's a comeback. <laughs> that is a true comeback line, yes. All right. This next one is uh, uh, takes us back away. This uh, goes back to Sunset Boulevard in 1950. I haven't seen that one. Wait a minute. Haven't I seen you before? I know your face. Get out, or shall I call my servant? You're Norma Desmond. Used to be in silent pictures. Used to be big. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a comeback. That's a good one. That's that a good comeback. That's fair. Line. Yeah. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, I like that. That was good. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, do the next one here. Uh-huh. This one is from a classic. This is uh, from In the Heat of the Night, 1967. Oh, I thought that was last night. Huh. No. <laughs> this is- I want you to take Mrs. Cobert over to the funeral parlor. And would you run Virgil down to depot? Uh, Virgil here, Chief. He thinks that Harvey's innocent. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Could I talk to you about it in private? No, you can't talk to me about it in private, see, because I got Cobert's wallet right here in my hand. We took it from Harvey Overs. You don't think he gave it to him, do you? I don't know. But Oberst could have come along after the crime, found it, picked it up. I don't know. That's what the boy said he did. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I say different. Well, when I examined the deceased, it was obvious that the fatal blow was struck from an angle of 17 degrees from the right, which makes it almost certain the person who did it is right-handed. So what? Old Harv's left-handed, Chief. Everybody in town knows that. Yeah, uh, that's what we figured out, Chief. Uh, Harvey's a lefty, uh uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. You're pretty sure of yourself, ain't you, Virgil? Virgil, that's a funny name for a nigger boy that comes from Philadelphia. What do they call you up there? They call me Mr. Tibbs. Mr. Tibbs! Well, Mr. Wood, take Mr. Tibbs, take him down to the depot, and I mean boy like now. All right. All right, there you go. They call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> was Tibbs his name? I'm Tibbs was his name, okay. Virgil Tibbs. So they call him Mr. And, is at the point. And he, you know. All right. And mm-hmm. the idea is, you know, in the movie, he's this black cop who's going down, and he's having to work with this racist sheriff who's picking at him the whole time. Gotcha. And, you know, he's the uh, he says, what, uh, Virgil, that's a funny little name. What do they call you up in Philadelphia? They call me Mr. Tibbs. And that ended up becoming the title for the sequel. They oh, call yeah. me Mr. Tibbs. Yeah, that's a fair one, I guess, in the context. Yep. Right. There, there's no argument on the next one, I think. No. Mm. Let's hear it. Let's hear All it. Right. Number two. Number two. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. 1939. Hmm. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Wonder That's how a that great over. Yeah. <laughs> Especially back then. That's defi- that definitely would have been in my top five if I'd been picking all-time favorite. I would have gone with... Uh, let's see, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Or, or his, his, what would you his, his competition says, you know, I'm going to censor it a little bit. And he goes, I eat pieces of crap like you for breakfast. And he says, you eat pieces of crap for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real comeback. Uh, <laughs> uh, my daughter said to me, she has this great <laughs> comeback line. She's looking for a way to use it. She's, she's look, she said, Dad, she's, t- say, say to me, what are you, 11? You know, like you're acting like an <laughs> okay. 11-year-old, right? What are you, are you What are you 11, I said. And she said, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not that bad. That's a great Tough to find line. that setup, but that's not bad. All right. And the number one, the number one best comeback line of all time, according to this list anyway, <laughs> takes us Sonny to a few bastard. good Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. I'd like an answer to the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. If Lieutenant Kendrick gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, then why did he have to be transferred? Colonel, Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. Object! And when it went bad, you cut these guys loose! Your Honor, you had markers inside a phony transfer! Your Honor, you doctored the logbook! Damn it, Captain! You coerced the doctor! Consider yourself in contempt! Colonel Jessup! You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! (laughs) The sequel to that movie is really crazy when he goes crazy and tries to kill his family. Is there... No. no. (laughs) The Shining. (laughs) And they actually came before that. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely a great comeback line. Unfortunately, it's a bad guy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But hey, that guys that usually have the best is, comebacks. Is incredible. It, w- it would you have put anything else in that in that top five? Uh, what do you think of this list? 
Uh, eh, I mean, you thought it was okay. They're all right in their respective places, I guess. But yeah. I probably would have stuck to more action movies, you know, things mm-hmm. like Clint Eastwood and stuff like that. Um, you know, can't think of any off the top of my head, but you know, he's got a million lines. On those on, are the best comebacks. On this particular list, the first one, number ten. This was at the top ten list. Yeah, pick the top five. Uh, top ten was uh, Yippie Kaye. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. From Die yeah, Hard. From Die, Die Hard, Hard, of course. Yep. And that's a great. They movie. just had a, a roast for. Uh, Did they? Yeah. Why am I flaking on his name? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yep. And they had a roast, and so there was a lot of references to that. Yeah. <laughs> Although he said it's not a Christmas movie, so I'm, I'm a little off on that one because that's mm. definitely a Christmas movie. That's yeah. That's one of those movies that uh, people people argue. That's a Christmas film. Yep, so is Gremlins. Okay. <laughs> Heartwarming Christmas classics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fear for your life. Are yeah. there any uh, uh, comeback lines that stand out to you that you wish were on this top five, or do you think this was pretty good? Eh, I don't know if it was good, but I don't have anything off the top of my head. <laughs> All right. I'm just well, being a little negative in the corner here. <laughs> <laughs> Best comeback I've seen is uh, there was a, it was a five-year-old being scolded, and the person was wagging their finger in his face, and so he took their finger and he shoved it up his nose. And it's like, <laughs> now that is a comeback. <laughs> I'm not gonna mess with him again. <laughs> I guess we'd need video on that. One. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so uh, continuing thoughts on the cigar since that top five list kind of left us all kind Spice of. Spice is still holding strong. Uh, yep. There's. That kind of uh, like a pine going on, uh, and th- something woody, yeah, something woody, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe pine, maybe mm-hmm. the spice kind of makes it hard to really decipher. Um, but it's you know like a nice uh, red pepper kind of spice going on, yeah, but, yeah. like red pepper flakes. That's what it makes me think of. In, um, instead of pine, maybe we go juniper. <laughs> I don't know if I could go there. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't I'd pick juniper there. out of a lineup. <laughs> <and smells. laughs> You have a very fine palate, oh, my friend. Very refined. An experienced palate. <laughs> I'm a common sewer. A common sewer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, there is this great spice, and it is a kind of a red pepperish, yeah. you know, kind of thing. It's not like hot, hot, but it's it's no. got that kind of... Mm, that that tinge to it. I don't know. Yeah, and there's a there's an underlining sweetness to this too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about like sweet woods in the past. Is is juniper like a sweet tasting wood? <laughs> <laughs> Do you chew on it very often? No, ju- juniper berries are what's used in gin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it has that kind of of course there almost scotch tapeish smell, and uh, you know it's piney. Well, yeah, you think of uh, Christmas trees. Yeah. yeah, people say, oh, it tastes like Christmas trees. That's yeah. Okay, I got you now. Yep. Yeah, I would still say this is a more mild cigar, though, strength-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very flavorful. Very flavorful, mm-hmm. but yeah, not doesn't have a huge nicotine kick. No, no. So this is you're getting lots of nice flavor. The retro is nice. the The finish is quick. I think. Yeah, it's a short finish. It's a short yeah. finish. Okay, so why don't we go to our break? And uh, when we come back, we'll announce the Ash Hole of the Week. We'll give our continuing thoughts on the Agonorsa Leaf, Connecticut Churchill. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And 
time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes. On the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name. 
Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery with spicy undertones. Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking the Aganorso Leaf Connecticut Churchill. It is a great little, um, little, little, little yeah. Churchill. <laughs> the Churchill. It's a great, it's a great cigar. Yes. I'm enjoying this very much, and I'm getting like, Butter. I'm thinking of, of that sweetness that I'm trying to think of. It's it's yeah, got buttery oh, kind of creaminess. Yeah, I was thinking, especially on the retro. That's mm -hmm. where you really get it. And it's it yeah, it reminds me of like a the Irish butter. Mm -hmm. You know where it's like extra creamy. It's got some yes, sweetness yes, to it. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the kind of sweetness that's there. And then it's yep. mixed with that red pepper and that mm -hmm. that nice wood, whether it's pine or juniper. I'm not entirely sure, but mm. <laughs> could be cherry. Could be cherry. <laughs> uh, uh, cherry wood. Cherry wood. Cherry yeah. wood. Fruit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> um, but the construction on this has been great. Yep. Uh, there haven't been any burn issues at all. Lots of smoke. The draw has been fantastic. Yep. Ash is dropping off solid chunks. Yep. Um, yeah. Great. Nice burn line. Fairly fine. You know. Fairly what? Fairly fine burn line. It's yeah. Not, fairly not, fine. Not yeah. super aged, but mm -hmm. good. But very good. Yeah. Lots of flavor. Still, I'd say this is a mild cigar at, down into the first third. I don't think that's going to change. No. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Like a high, high mild. I don't know. Not okay. quite medium, but I would call it a high mild. High but, mild. Yeah, high mild. I don't know. <laughs> mild high plus. Mild. I mean, it's got a ton of flavor. So, yeah. you know, some of the mildest cigar smokers that aren't used to the flavor mm -hmm. could confuse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the they're going to call flavor. it strength. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that with the... I mean, it's way too big of a cigar to be strong, so it's got to be right. the small ring gauge to be strong. <laughs> the ring gauge isn't huge on this, though. No, yeah. the 48, and it's it feels good in the hand and everything. And the wrapper is, is really great looking. It's this light, you know, chestnut brown, kind of light chestnut brown kind yep. of wrapper. It's uh, velvety smooth. So the, the cigar is not hot at all. I mean, no. I can go all the way up to the yep. burn line and really hold it there. It's very well constructed. Uh, Ash Hole of the Week. Ash Hole of the Week. It's not me, right? is it? No, it's not right. you. It's never us. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's, it's that's good us. to know. No. Um, but this is a personal story. No, maybe it is you. <clears throat> it no. could be. <laughs> no. But uh, um, a couple of, a, a week or so ago, uh, one of my uh, Twitter buddies um uh, direct messaged me and asked if there were still boxes of the Mikorita firecrackers to buy. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, I had to say no. Yeah. There weren't any. But I had bought a box, and I had about half a box left. And I said, I'll share some with you okay. if you'd like. And he said, how, well, how would you like to trade? And I said, sure, I'll trade for some stuff that, I, that isn't available out here that, that you have. And 
this guy has, you know, everything under the sun. He's one of these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one of these guys who uses the word modest humi in, <laughs> in, a, in a very bad way. <laughs> it's not modest at all. Only a it's a very immodest, <laughs> very immodest humi. And uh, anyway, so we agreed to this, and I, I got five of those, took five of my um, uh, Mikorita firecrackers, and... Uh, Went and, and got a uh, Byron Grand Poima white box and, and cigar and put that in there too. And I sent it right. off to him. Went down to the uh, post office, got one of those um, <clears throat> priority mailboxes, mm-hmm. put everything in yep. there, put a little note in there saying what, what it was, enjoy the cigars. And Wednesday, this, so this happened last Wednesday, right, right around the time when we were recording, he got the package. Hmm. It was empty. Hmm. My note was inside it. Well, nobody would want to take that. But the cigars were gone. Hmm. And I just got so pissed. Stealing cigars. Stealing cigars. They delivered the package intact, but had taken the cigars out of it. Did it cross any borders? So no, this is this this was going out to Arizona. So, and, and, you know, not that, you know, uh, those, those cigars, I mean, the Byron, you know, that's, that's an expensive stick, mm-hmm. but the, the Mikorita firecrackers, they're, they're seven bucks a piece. Oh, it's they're not, not easily replaced, exactly, but they're but not, not easily replaced. Exactly, that's right. Yeah. I can't just go out and resend them. And of course that was out of my very modest humi. Mm-hmm. And I use the word correctly. <laughs> when you work in a cigar shop, I just don't keep a lot at home because I've got yeah. Everything here. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just couldn't believe it. So I was mortified, mortified that and that I have to, you know, apparently super wrap my packages in tape all over the place if I don't want anybody to go into them. I had gotten the box there. You know, they have, you know, you put them together. They're, they've got the, paint, the yeah. strips and sealed and everything. But that apparently wasn't enough. Because they know Somebody... How to get in the post office, in the U.S. post office, stole my friend's cigars. And whoever you are, you, you, you know who you are. <laughs> you are the ash hole of the week. Maybe, maybe wow. the month. And the worst part with the USPS, there's no way they're tracking down who took it. And if they did, there's no way they're doing anything about it. No. I mean, it's like you get one of those jobs, you're keeping it. There's, it's, nobody gets fired. No. <laughs> <you know? laughs> now, now, I have to ask, Dan, are you sure you put the cigars in the box? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I put them in the box. Right. I, Pastor Padrone, put them in the box <laughs> like a good little boy <clears throat> and sealed it up according to the directions on the box. And you are willing to swear to that in a court of law? I am willing law. to swear to that in a, in a court of law. All right. And uh, I was so happy to, to, you know, give this guy something he couldn't get. And, you know, the, the cigar Man, community the is very generous. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I've, I've received... Um, uh, cigars from this yeah. guy and I've other never people heard of before. Cigars going missing from a box, like yeah, in and it just I could not believe I could not believe that they actually delivered the package with my note in it. I know that's the crazy thing. But the bag of cigars was gone. It would have been easier to say it's just missing. It but, j- yeah, it's like no, nope, no way to track it. The box still appeared to be sealed. Somebody, somebody had unshipped glue. It. I mean, yeah. yeah, you know how that they they um, yeah, you peel the strip and right. stick it on. Yeah. That's easy so it fake. was it was just I could not believe it. Could not believe it. Unbelievable. Mm. 
So I'm out, I'm out five meat creative firecrackers, and so is this guy. <laughs> so now, of course, now I had, I had um, you know, there's insurance on the package. Yep. I'll probably be able to get the financial reimbursement back. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. But when it's I'm not going to be able to, back, I'm not, not going to be able to get the cigars again. So that just totally torqued me. Unbelievable. Totally torqued me. Ashhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some ashhole is probably sitting, smoking Mike Rita, listening to you right now. And a Byron. Hopefully it's somebody that doesn't usually smoke cigars and they get knocked on their butt by <laughs> and, and, you know, those are <laughs> Like those, they don't know what they're getting in. <laughs> those white box grand poemas, they're not exactly easy to come by either. No. So. <laughs> Unbelievable. So frustrated. That was just lame. I got nothing to say. You got nothing to say. <laughs> well, we all agree with the actual of the week this week. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, just to touch on it, you, so you don't keep much in your humidor at home. Is that true? Or? That's true, and and it's it's <clears throat> I it's just been something uh, that uh, you know buying boxes and buying bulk just seemed not as. Why bother when mm-hmm. I work at a cigar shop? Right? Yeah, there's always <coughs> like, one on hand. Like for two you. guys. Yeah, yeah it's not, not a special trip to go get some. Right, yeah. right. It's on the way. <laughs> so, but I do like to have cigars at yeah. home. I and I generally keep a you know, but it's it's usually, it's usually you know numbers wise, you know between, uh, maybe twenty to forty. Oh, okay. You know, something like that. That's really it. Yeah. That's what's there. There's enough for me. There's enough. If somebody comes over, I've got cigars to share, um, but not a ton. I usually keep my humidor fill, <coughs> and I've 70, 80. It's, it's a 90-count mm-hmm. humidor, but it's all variety. So if yeah. I'm giving out multiples of something, then it's like, there's not much left of that. So Yes. I, I could be down to fewer than 500. <laughs> um, well, you know, we had somebody on the Cigar Authority that was uh, – associated with cigars for warriors mm-hmm. and you know i was thinking all through that show well i got stuff i'm never gonna smoke mm. you know yeah. whether my taste change i mean some of the stuff has been in this humidor for years sure so yep i finally got around to it recently and packaged up a nice nice shipment of 250 cigars and sent that nice. off 250 <laughs> cigars that i just won't <laughs> smoke yeah. ah. <laughs> oh man it's like uh, I've been there with dozens of cigars, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not smoking these and giving them away, but I, well, never, I've been never at this 200. for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it does pile up. You yeah. know, I've fallen for it too many times where a cigar comes out, and it's fantastic. Yep. And right. then the next batch comes out, so you think, I better grab a box while I yep. can, and, and it's, it's not, not the same, same cigar at yeah. all. Or that it happens just, so often. Or it's like, for me, it's like I like variety, so I'm always right. changing, so it's like smoking the same thing back-to-back is not going to happen. Yep. Right. So it just winds up sitting there, and it's like, oh, eventually, six months later, I'll be like, oh, I want to try that again. But, <laughs> so I've learned my lesson about just buying bulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else have you guys smoked this week? Anything mm. uh, interesting you might want to share? Yeah, I, I went back to a, the Oliveros Grand Returno, the Habano. Mm. Um, I hadn't had one in a, uh, maybe nine months. Okay. So it's been a little while. Um, it's got a really nice, like, unique start where it's kind of like a sweet cream, and it's got, you know, some woodiness to it as well. Uh, some citrus notes, and it, it, by the end of the first third, um, it makes me think of um, cream soda, hmm. which is I think is pretty unique. And then after that, you really get this like raw cinnamon, you know that that's really pleasant, you know that nice spice. Sure. Um, in the second half, through the to the third, um, 
yeah, just really enjoyable. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I enjoyed, uh, you know, uh, last night we were at a uh, meeting with Steve Saka, mm -hmm. and I got to smoke a uh, uh, w new thing from him, the uh, Sing Compromiso. Oh, I'm looking forward to trying one of those. <coughs> and uh, it, was, it, was really, it was really very good. It was a very smooth um, uh, and had this kind of underlying sweetness to it, but it was, it was still a very bold. So, you know, well, Steve Saka does not do nothing mild about stuff. No. <laughs> um, but uh, it was a very deep, rich, sweet, creamy uh, smoke and uh, burned great. It lasted almost the entire meeting, which was oh, yeah, about yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, great, great cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to those coming yeah, out. There's been a lot of holdups with the uh, stuff going on in Nicaragua right now, so mm -hmm. hopefully that yeah. gets pushed through. I, I think he was saying, what, late September, early October, so that's he expected not too bad. those to, right. to land here. That's right. Good. Things are easing up in mm -hmm. Nicaragua, he was telling us, which was good to know. Yep. Uh, for those of you who you know, may not know what's going on, there's been... <laughs> A lot of upheaval. unrest, a yeah. lot of upheaval down Road there, blocks. Mm -hmm. and uh, stuff has you know everything has been blocked, mm. and um, uh, the roads are now open again, That's and good. Uh, stuff is being able to move. But it's going to take a while, <clears throat> maybe a month, six weeks for all the backlog of stuff mm. to get out of there. So uh, it looks like it's opening back up. So as long as right. nothing else happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll Fingers get them in before uh, FDA ruins everything <laughs> again. <laughs> yes. And I also smoked the scene compromiso mm. for third or fourth time. Okay. It is a very good cigar. Mm. You, you like know. it too? Oh, I like it a lot. I mean, Steve yeah. Saka's saying it's his best, which he right. says that a lot. But <laughs> uh, he often he often uh, soft pedals stuff, though. Yeah. I think you know. And I hate to tell Dan what I was smoking this week. Me carita firecrackers. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. I have two left. <laughs> Only have ten UV. boxes left, and I'm <laughs> I'm not I, sharing I, them or sending them anywhere. I think I'm anywhere. down to, to two boxes <laughs> no. right now. But, um, the other thing I've been enjoying quite a bit is the Tabernacle Lancero. Oh, I haven't tried the Lancero yet. Lancero. I'm hearing good things. We don't have it in this location. We've got it in Nashua. Yeah, boarding it, huh? Yeah, Might they're, have to just take they're the holding out. on to it, but it's got great broadleaf flavor, you know, mm -hmm. like a lot of Lanceros. Yeah. Uh, yep. The wrapper's featured. Okay. But, you know, if the flavor's good, it's good. You don't right. get a lot of complexity from, I think his is a 40 ring gauge. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to try one of those. I do like the tabernacle. Yeah. It's a nice smoke. Yeah, nice. I like those a lot. Um, and then uh, just... I want to remind everybody that uh, we have a blind cigar tasting event it's that we are season going to even. a season. <laughs> <laughs> it does go on for a while. It does it, go yeah. on. Yes. So the the fall really is late summer fall. We are going to have a blind cigar tasting uh, on the ash holes here, and we want you to participate with us. And you can go to our website, theashholes.net, and click. On the upper, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a little uh, ad for the cigar tasting, blind cigar tasting. And for $70, you will get 14 different cigars. Um, you're not going to know what they are. We'll let you know when the whole thing is over what they are. Yeah. But uh, we're going to be, uh, in the month of September, smoking two cigars on the show and putting them up against each other and... Whichever cigar ends up 
getting the most votes as the best cigar. And that's what I like about this. It's not only going to be what uh, Ed, myself, Mm -hmm. and Aaron, and maybe Oliver, if he ever shows (laughs) up, think about the cigar. But you, as a listener, and as somebody who is partaking in this event, will have a way to vote as well and let us know what you thought the better cigar of the two was. Mm. And... You know, we'd remind you, too, you know, the winners and losers, better. That's, it's all relative. It's, it's relative. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that you thought the other cigar was bad. I, well, it listen, means we're it, not going to smoke any bad cigars. Yeah, no, we're not going to smoke bad cigars. <laughs> we don't smoke bad cigars on the ash holes. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to be, but. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, you know, it, the point isn't, you know, is does what cigar sucks and what cigar actually is good. Okay, the cigar is you're taking you're taking two good cigars and you're trying to figure out without looking at the band without knowing what it is, mm-hmm. you know what is it that you like about the cigar? How yeah. it's con- and we're going to talk a lot about how to talk about construction and taste and burn and it try really to pick out regions. Focus. Yeah, once you take the br- uh, the band off it, then your focus is just on the cigar, and I think it yeah. helps a lot. Right. I would recommend to folks, especially with the early tastings if you like something like cigar number nine it could be eliminated i'm just throwing out an example Mm -hmm. in in the first round so maybe jot down some notes you don't want to be thinking at the end of it i liked one in the first round but i don't know which one Mm. right yeah so i think i think as they get eliminated we can probably release what they are we'll maybe find out well, yeah, we'll be we'll be eventually telling people what they are, yeah. and I think I think uh, in November, I think uh, the third weekend in November, we'll be doing a show where we reveal what each of the cigars were, and uh, talking about the final results. Yeah, take then. take your guesses. I'm going to be writing down my guesses, what I think they are, yeah. and so and stuff, just for the fun of it. There are 200 packs available. And again, it's seventy dollars. That includes postage. It ends up being five bucks a cigar, uh, and uh, you'll be mailed uh, a pack in in uh, September, and then a pack in October, and then a third with the final two in in November. So it'll only get the better and better final, because yes, it'll be the winners in the in the October. That's pack, right. And, then the and these are finalists. not bundle cigars. The, yes, know, don't let the price fool you. Some of them are. You know, retail a lot more than that. That's right. Most of them. I'm sure most more. of them will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of I these mean, cigars are going to yeah. be $10 plus. So you're getting a really, really good deal here. And it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a ton of. I'm really looking forward to this. This is not something that has really ever been done. We think in this manner. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. there, there's my qualification we right think. there. We think. I mean, it's not often that we even do blind tastes here, so it's you know it's fun when we do them, and it's nice to kind of really stretch your palate, really think about what you're doing, what right. you're tasting. So the, um, it'll be enjoying. The deadline is August 29th. That's the cutoff date. So order your pack before. August 29th or by August I would do 29th. it soon too because it's going to sell out. Yeah, this is going to we've already had a number of we've already had a number yep. of them taken. So, you know, we're already we're already getting Once to the up, point. It's up, it's up. That's it. That's right. So, don't miss out. Uh, so our final verdict on the uh, Agonorsa Leaf Connecticut Churchill here. What do we think? I'm getting in a full thumbs up. Full thumbs up yeah. from Aaron. I mean, I, I'm a big spice fan for one. Mm-hmm. So, Agonorsa, you know, it's got that Agonorsa spice, you know, mm-hmm. that it's just known for. Um, and there's enough complexity, the construction's great, um, and it's, you know, a Connecticut that surprises you. So, full thumbs up. 
Full thumbs up for me too. Uh, you know, this isn't you know a cigar that changes flavors a lot right. as it goes. Yeah, but there's but enough there's going a on. Lot, there's yeah. a lot going on, and it is complex in the in the sense that there is such a variety of different flavors that are going on at the it's same time. Depth. It's got some real depth to it, and and as uh, this is a great cigar, I think that somebody, if they were looking to go from a very mild and mild flavor cigar, mm. and they wanted to venture into Something a little see bit. See what the st- other side smokes. <laughs> see what the other, yeah. This is this is a good st- like midway point to get to yeah. a uh, medium strength cigar. Yeah, and I'm going thumbs up as well. This isn't my um, usual size. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I yep. I tend to have a cigar attention span problem. So <laughs> Same here. Yeah. I, I usually yeah, smoke almost never smoke cigars, <laughs> but I'm enjoying this one quite a bit. Awesome. Well, like I said, next week I'll be on vacation, but uh, things will be in good hands with Aaron. Who I'll be, be here. You'll all suffer. But joined yeah. by our regular <laughs> guest host, Oliver, as well as Jose Dominguez. Okay. He will be here next week, and we'll be smoking the King's Treasure Selection number 7, Connecticut 54 by 6. So make sure you get one of those. They're just coming out as well. Go to your local uh, brick and mortar and pick one of those up to smoke with us. If they don't have them, you can go get them at twoguyscigars.com. Make sure you have one for next week. You've been listening to The Ash Holes, unfiltered cigar radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Rail stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. Expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.